Will you get, so, the, will you get um, the pulpit? My name is, uh, is uh, Don Lynn. I'm a pastor here. Uh, the administrator is associate pastor here. Um, it's my privilege to be able to kind of get things kicked off tonight. So we're going to talk for a minute. Makes sense. Yep. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is why Vision Night. Um, so what Vision Night isn't is a board meeting. Okay? Bummer, the, bummer. Our, our bylaws require that we do this. This is not a board meeting. This is a family because we're family, right? Yeah. So we are going to go through some, some business stuff tonight, but actually in pre-service prayer, when we were praying about tonight, God showed me that during worship, he was going to open the veil on people's eyes, and then we were going to come in, and what we were going to actually see is the heart of Jesus tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a lot of actions that occur through Heart of the City Church, but the thing that drives the actions is the heart. So that's really what tonight is about. It's interesting, somebody Facebook messaged the, the church website and said, hey, I, I, I want to come to church, this will be my first time, but, but I heard it's a special business night. Is tonight appropriate for me to come to? And I said, yes, it is. <laughs> you want to know why? Because if you really want to get a glimpse of what Heart of the City Church is about, tonight is the perfect really night to do it. So really Lewis mentioned it earlier, but if you are a, one of our visitors, we really, really, really would love for you to fill out this Connect card. This is how we are able to connect with you, and it's important for us to know who you are so that we can get in touch with you. We don't want you to be anonymous here. You, you have a face, but you also have a name, and you have a gift, and you have a call, and you have a purpose, and God wants to use that. So we want to partner with you here at Heart of the City Church. So please be sure to fill this out. If, if you didn't have a chance to do it before the offering bucket came around, just throw it in the, the gold slot in the admin door, and we are absolutely going to get in touch with you this week. Amen? Amen. So, Thank you. Why Vision Night? If you, there's a slide, uh, it's, it's Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end, it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it, it will surely come, it will not delay. So Vision Night is about writing it down. So tonight you're going to hear from uh, Ben Tate, who is our uh, financial, I mean, he kind of runs the finances, oversees all of that, the financial stewardship team. You're going to hear from Pastors J.O. and Ray Dean. And so you're going to hear a lot about vision tonight. But the first thing we're going to do is what we got to do is we're going to, we're going to kind of cars and park, right? We're going to put it in reverse. We're going to look over our shoulder for a minute and we're going to talk about 2014. I want you to see what, what all of you guys did to impact not just, just Coeur d'Alene, but the world last year, okay? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look back a little bit. But really more so than any other time in our church's history, we're going to put this thing in drive, and we're going to put the pedal to the metal, and we're going to look into 2015 because we know, we know that God has got some stuff for us to do this yeah. year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Mark's phone, sound, put the pedal to the metal, and that's exactly that Pedal to the metal. We're gonna do. So our fiscal year uh, comes to an end March 31st, but you know what? Even right now, we are, we are way past that. Because the vision, write it down, make it plain on tablets, so he may run. That's what we're gonna be doing, is we're gonna be running. And, and it will surely come. Do you believe that? That it's yeah. absolutely going to come. 
So one part of that is legacy. And so you will notice in the seat back of every single chair is this legacy packet. If you have not already grabbed one over the last two weekends, then I would implore you to grab this, look at it, read it. You received a frequently asked questions brochure as you walked in tonight. Look at that. If you've got questions, it's probably answered in there. If not, at the end of the evening, we'll, we'll have a time where we can do that as well. But because a lot of you may, we, our church growth has been so exponential recently. I mean, the numbers of people coming to Heart of the City Church, Amen. calling this their home, has increased so dramatically just over the last couple months. We want to take a minute right now and kind of review with you our organization chart. If you have a question, you need to know who the appropriate person is to go to, right? And so that's what we're going to do right now. So it's kind of hard to read, and I apologize for that, so I'll read it out loud to you a little bit. So obviously, our lead pastors are J.O. and Ray Dean. You guys want to stand for just a second? Everybody knows you, but just in case this is... Uh, okay. So they're the lead pastors. Now, to the right here, there's a box for elders. The elders, uh, J.O. Will, will tell you he considers himself uh, a leader among equals. Okay, so the elders help provide oversight for the body. It's a very biblical thing. Um, so you have J.O. as an elder, Neil Peterson. Neil, you want to wave your hand? Neil is a servant to the Neil and Diana. Um, as most of you know, I was recently set in as an elder, me and my, my wife, Debbie. Take a long Pastor time. Bob, who was here with us for the sound, he is one of the original elders, and he is still uh, a translocal elder, uh, and so he, we absolutely seek wisdom and, and uh, counsel from him uh, on some of the things that we, we face. And then Ben Tate is an advisor to the elder board, and so he provides a lot of invaluable wisdom, not just with finances, but, but Ben just has a lot of wisdom in general. So yes, he does. We rely on that. So the leadership team is broken up into five legs, <clears throat> and this, this is called the executive team. So uh, far left is pastoral. It's J.O., Ray Dean, and myself. We, we make up the, the leaders for the pastoral team. Underneath that, we've got uh, different classes, leadership development, pastoral care, uh, prayer, altar work, all of those different things where we're really shepherding the flock. All of that's going to fall underneath that. Next to that is admin. This is a lot more just business side of, of what we need to do here. There's a lot of things that go into to preparing for a weekend service to make sure that the lights are on and that we've got heat in here. And so that's the admin side. So again, uh, I, I'm in charge of that for the executive team. Uh, ben is in charge of finances. We have a stewardship team. Um, Kelly Glenn is our does the accounting and bookkeeping uh, on a weekly basis. And then there's a lot of uh, HR, human resources, database information, facilities, maintenance, Joby and Peggy Wright take care of. Uh, if there's toilet paper in the bathroom, thank Joby and Peggy. Thank you. Uh, the middle leg, and if there's not, then somehow it's my fault. <laughs> Don! In the middle is generations. And Craig Brown and Craig Jasper, you guys stand Go far and wide. So Craig Brown is our generation's pastor. And underneath that, that's basically anything zero.
0 to 28. So there's actually a huge part of our body that falls underneath that. So underneath that, we have nursery. Again, Jody and Pam. Yeah. Um, we've got his kids, Lewis and Shelby, take care of that. Um, Nate's underneath the pulse, which is yeah. now called what? Varsity. Varsity, that's right. So VC. some stuff about Varsity, it is, that is what uh, Pulse has grown into Varsity. Okay, so cool stuff yeah. there. So, and then we've got interns, bridges, all of that stuff, Ignite uh, yeah. on Thursday night, that's the young yeah. adult, all of that falls underneath Generations Ministry. Creative, number four, Seth Owens. Seth, would you and Makai please stand? Yeah. So Seth is, uh, he's the uh, worship pastor here. He's also in charge of a lot of creative things. So uh, PowerPoint, slides, your, your service bulletins, any kind of communication that gets put into the newspaper or on the website, Seth oversees all of that stuff. Um, he also um, does, takes, he oversees like sound and different things like that. So that's a big part of um, you know, the experience that, that Lewis was talking about, a lot of what you see, what you hear, a lot of that is directed by Seth. So, yeah. thank you, Seth. Far right is Reach. That's led by Bobby and Reach yeah. and yeah. Yeah. A lot of this stuff has to do with kind of stuff inside the house. This, this part of the executive team, Reach, is all about outside of these walls. So anything that has to do with city groups, if you have a question about city groups, starting a city group, getting connected in a city group, um, that would be Bobby Carmody's. That's exactly what he does. He loves to do that. City impact events, which you'll hear about tonight. Um, city outreaches, missions, uh, and then purple groups. Bobby's in charge of that as well. Um, I actually uh, have the privilege of leading the missions team. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there. We're sending a team to Ethiopia in September. There will be more of that information to come. But uh, we absolutely live outside these walls. Yeah. Yeah. Make no mistake, this is just one small part of what we do. We were, we were supposed to go. And so we are literally living that out. Um, so next I'm going to introduce you to the financial stewardship team. Um, these are the people who have the, the God-given responsibility of overseeing the tithes and offerings, where they go, how they're spent, and you have an amazing group of people here. So, of course, first off, Pastors J.O. and Ray Dean uh, as your lead pastors. Kelly Glenn. Um, and Kelly Glenn, you guys probably don't know Kelly. Um, there's so much wisdom in this. Kelly actually attends a different church. Yeah. Faithful. She's an amazing believer, full of faith, but she yeah. attends a different church. I think that that's godly wisdom yes. because yes. it gives her perspective. Yep. Sometimes we get really emotionally invested into something, and so she, she's able to provide us with a lot of great wisdom. So you probably won't see Kelly, but she's the one that does all of Every day, day in and day out. Um, Neil Peterson, uh, again, up in the, he's running the PowerPoint tonight. He's an elder and a retired soil scientist. Um, I am also uh, privileged to be on that team. Dr. Ryan Sousley, PhD, he's a local business owner and a chiropractor, brings a lot of wisdom to this role. And then last, uh, but definitely not least, is Ben Taves. 
Um, ben is our treasurer finance team chair. Um, ben runs a small business. Um, he, he, like I said, I said earlier, he has an incredible amount of wisdom. Ben is a valuable resource on our team yeah. to, to counsel couples and, and people um, in, in the area of not just finances, but how finances relate to life yeah. and walking this Christian faith. So it's my privilege to be able to now introduce Ben Tapes to you. Woo! You! Big Ben. Good evening. Good evening. So I know Don already went, up, went through the team. Um, I'm not sure. I'd like to have our finance team stand up. I, these, I mean, these people, they serve, they sit in a room and stare at numbers, which I'm guessing a lot of people don't care to do. Um, can we just give them Where's Ryan at? Ryan. I'll give you a hand. So I want to start out just by, uh, I'm going to talk about numbers for a while. And I want to point out that God cares about numbers. Yes, he does. And so should we. Yeah. But one reason we know that God cares about numbers is he dedicated an entire book to numbers. <laughs> That's right. The other thing is I want to talk about growth. God cares about growth. Um, healthy things grow, right? Yeah, they do. Okay? So we're going to talk a lot about growth while we look at the numbers. But I wanted to read this scripture because I think it's really important to remember where the glory goes when you're talking about growth. Amen. It's really easy to get caught up in it and be like, all right, I'm part of this growth. And that's that's cool, but we got to know where the glory goes. So First Corinthians 3, 7 says this. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything mm -hmm. but only God who makes <coughs> things grow. Amen. I want I want you to give yeah. up for God for making things grow. Woo! Thank you, God. Woo! So to reach the, the to accomplish the mission that God has given our church, this house, we've got to be really, really good stewards of what he gives us. Amen? Amen. Amen. So um, we're just going to go over some of what that means. To our finance team, um, it means that we have these goals when we're dealing with the finances of this church. Number one, we want to accurately account for and allocate the funds that are given to Hardin City Church. So when you give, uh, when you give something, maybe you give it for something specific. It's really important to us that that's the only thing it goes for. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we want to accurately account for it. That means that your giving statement at the end of the year should be very accurate. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's good stewardship. Um, second, we, we create a budget. Our second goal is to create a budget that directs financial resources towards Heart of the City's top goals. Um, I remember the first time when we first, when I first started overseeing the finances, I sat down with our finance team and... Um, I was like, all right, J.O. J.O., man, he has a vision, and he's so good at setting goals. And I was like, hey, can you write down our goals? And when we sat down, he had all of them outlined. And guess what? When you're doing finances, if you have your goals outlined in advance, everything's pretty simple after that. Mm. Yeah. It's really simple. The hard part is usually figuring out what your priorities are and setting your goals accordingly and then uh, directing your resources. So number three, we uh, manage costs to make the most of the money entrusted to us. 
So we're always trying to make sure that we're good stewards in that way. Number four, we provide financial planning necessary to accomplish future vision. I'd say that that has been more so this year than almost any year that I've been involved, just because there's so much going on and God has such a cool vision for us. So um, I don't want your eyes to glaze over. I'm gonna try to go pretty quickly, but I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about fund-based accounting. Um, accounting, normal accounting, you know, you have your, you have your uh, revenue, your expenses. In fund-based account -based accounting, it's really important that we have uh, three different types of income. There's unrestricted, that means general fund, that means if you just put your tithes, you just give your tithes, it can go towards anything that we see, you know, based on what we budget. Um, the second is restricted, which means I'm giving this for the specific purpose, and it's our job to make sure that it only gets expensed for that purpose. And the last is custodial, and that's where things flow through the organization, um, usually for a specific need for someone else. So we're just a custodian, we're just a pass-through um, for a need. Um, budgets are set up based on those funds accounts, and um, <coughs> including operating, operating expenses and ministry expenses. So uh, our fiscal year is actually April through March. For simplicity's sake, I'm just using our calendar year numbers, even though we budget based on a fiscal year, just trying to keep it simple. So everything's going to be 2014. So uh, we just start out by going through an income analysis. Um, and, and income is a, is a cool place to see how God comes through for us, how God is helping us uh, accomplish our vision. So when we look at it, we can see that our giving is consistently growing. This is year over year, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. Every year we see good, really, really good growth. Wow. years we've actually our uh, our income has grown by 26 percent both years and that's that's amazing that's uh, God's provision and it's really actually and I'll get to this later it's actually very close to the same rate that we're growing as a congregation wow. mm -hmm. nice so um, next part expense analysis uh, when you're looking at expenses we we like to, to try to have some kind of standard to measure ourselves against. We want to know, um, are we being good stewards with our expenses? So we use these guidelines um, that facilities should be less than 35%. Um, HR, human resources, should be 20 to 40%. Savings should usually be 5 to 10%. So let's look at how we did in 2014. Um, our facilities was 12.5%, which is really good. Um, it's going to change. We said less than 35%. So 12.5% yeah. is fantastic. Wow. Good. That, let me tell you this. this. That number actually means something. When you have, it, it, it tells us that we actually have outgrown our facility. It's <laughs> uh -huh. a good way of seeing it out. expensive, but in the, in the sense of revenue and people here, there's not enough room, and it's um, it's a very low cost for us, mm -hmm. which is a blessing, but it also means that we're having to look um, look to move. Yeah. Um, the second one is HR was 28.5%. Um, like I said, range 
we're looking at between 20 and 40 percent. It's a beautiful thing right in the middle of that, and um, we have an amazing staff here, you guys. So amazing. I've just seen as God just brings people in, and it's uh, it's really fun to see what God does as far as bringing the right team together. And then the last one is ministry and administrative uh, expenses, and that's 36 um, percent, um, which is which is which is great. Um, but our savings, which is usually between five and ten percent, um, is actually much much higher than that right now. So God's really blessed us. Our savings account is. Um, I think it's probably closer to 30% than 5 to 10%. And a lot of that is because we have a building fund that's been growing. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now let's move on. We're going to talk just a little bit about the numbers of people. Talk about how we're growing as a group here. Um, the average attendance between 2011 and 2014, you can see that we're pushing up, we're getting closer to 800. Um, I just did some, some uh, projections based on what it looks like, um, even based on just the, the, the weeks so far this year. It looks like we're averaging 979 average per week this year. And if we just, just took that and we said maybe we'll grow 15%, that would put us over a thousand in 2016. So God is really bringing a lot of people in here. A lot of lives are being touched. That's what it's all about. I mean, dollars, dollars don't matter unless people are, are their lives are being changed, right? So that's the cool thing is I, the next thing we need to talk about is that the good news is shared, that lives are changed, and that our community is impacted. Um, so let's take a look at what we've done with God's help, what we've done this last year in our church and in our community throughout the year. So if you look at this, um, we put people impacted. Um, you know, it's really it's really hard to figure out. Fifty, We figured 5,500 people. Mm -hmm. We added a lot of these numbers together, but... The one on the left is actually more internal, so you have guests, how many guests came through the doors, how many water baptisms did we have, um, new members, children impacted weekly, city group impact, and then you look outside, what have we done as far as outreach, we did a single mom's outreach, 100 plus moms, we did 150 children. Winton, uh, uh, we blessed Winton. That outreach was amazing. 18 teachers were blessed, and uh, we figure about 450 students. City Fall Fest, 2,500 people walked through yeah. the doors. Yeah. Heard it and experienced the love of Jesus Christ by us reaching out to them. Um, Father's Market, 200 people fed every week. Wow. I just say that one of the constraints, really one of the constraints on how many people we can feed and how many people we can help has been this facility. So yes. yep. I'm really excited about what God's going to do when yes. he takes us to a new place that has a greater capacity. Amen. Yeah. So um, I think one of the most powerful things, it's great for me to stand here and say, look at these numbers, these people were impacted. But what's really amazing is to actually hear from those people. So check out this video. Oh, great, the blessing that part of the city. 
city has been to Winton Elementary um, knows no bounds. A couple of years ago, they came along and, and um, adopted us, and we were asked to give a wish list, and teachers kind of wrote down everything we could imagine. You know, in this day of education cuts, money is really tight, especially when it comes to classroom supplies and giving things to our kids that can't afford them. And we walked into a room one morning and there were baskets and bins just overflowing. It was like Christmas. Um, many of us were in tears with the blessings that were um, just overflowing. This year, um, part of the city asked for our brand new teachers for a wish list. I'm mentoring a first year teacher and she has already put so much money into her classroom and she just received everything she could imagine. I mean, an electric pencil sharpener that can be $40 was not something in her realm. She had small, little, personal ones she could give the kids, but that was all. Um, this year, then, also we've got computer programs that parents can access from any computer for free. So our parents are not having to purchase these. Our kids are practicing the same things we're doing in school, at home, on any computer. Um, they can go to the library and even log in. All the children receive their personal logins. They can access anywhere. So um, the blessings just keep coming. Every time Heart of the City just has any communication with us, it just warms our heart that we've been adopted and we feel very, very special and very fortunate to be in a partnership with Heart of the City. I really like Dreambox because you can get coins and you can buy prizes, like badges, that um, you, it, it's your symbol, and backgrounds that are in the back of the games, and theme songs that when you open up, they play. And those prizes, they cost different amounts of coins that you earn from playing the games, and it's inspirational because you keep working toward one thing that you want, and then when you do the math, you get the coins, so you can get the I'm the director of the Union Gospel Mission Center for Women and Children. I am excited to share the impact that Harvest City has had on our ministry. I remember um, when I first took this position, Ray Dean squealed as she said, I've been praying for you. And that really touched my heart. I have seen support through prayer, through love. Um, your pastors are extremely involved in our ministry. Your congregation is involved. They come here, they provide discipleship programs for our ladies. They take them um, to your church, they pick them up. But more importantly, you embrace them as a church. You love them, you honor, you respect them. You make them feel welcome. Um, you provide support and discipleship through your transformation support group. Our, many of our women have been baptized at your church. And when I ask the ladies collectively, what do they think about Heart of the City? They all say, Heart of the City simply has a big heart. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Beautiful to see what God's doing. Beautiful being a part of it. Um, so we're going to shift gears. Don talked to you about looking in the rearview mirror. We're done looking in the rearview mirror. We're going to put the car in gear. We're going to take off. So 
Um, I'm going to ask uh, Pastors J.O. and Ray Dean to come up here. They're going to share the vision of what God has put on our hearts to accomplish in this community in the future. Welcome, uh, Pastor J.O. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, you know, let's turn that to Jesus. Not to me, to Jesus. Woo! Don't turn that to me. I'm just a donkey, man. Just want to bring, the, bring Jesus into the city. Um, you're going to see my wife in a few minutes on the video, and of course, I could not do this without my beautiful wife. And uh, thank you so much, sweetie, for being on the journey with me. We are in it together, in it to win it, amen. Uh, I wanna thank Don for all of his support and our, our staff. We, ha we literally have a dream team, and that is no joke. I've worked with staffs for many years, been on different staffs, and we are over the top blessed with the staff we have. Um, I also wanna thank Ben. You need to feel me on this. Ben has worked hours and hours and hours and hours and days and days and days in all the paperwork and everything on the selling of this building, on the offer of the other building, on all the bank work. I'm telling you, it's almost like he works almost full time here, but he doesn't make a dime. I told him this week, I said, I give you another raise. <laughs> I've given Ben many raises. They just happen to always be zeros. He may be up seven digits right now, I don't know. So thank you, Ben. Uh, you, should, you, you, you should love on Ben and just, I can't tell you. <clears throat> Like uh, Ben was saying early and, and Don was saying, they, they asked me every year to put together uh, a vision statement for the budget, where are we going, uh, because we want the finances to support the vision. And I want to do something very interesting. Imagine this just for a moment. This is in 2013, go with me. And what I'm about to read has not yet happened because it's, vision on paper, Habakkuk 2.2. Are you following me? So imagine with me for a moment, maybe it's November, maybe it's December, I don't know Ben. Ben usually asks me or Kelly asks me, J.O., write the vision down. So this is 2013, writing the vision down for 2014. Are we on the same page? Now I want you to put that up for me and I want you to see this, this vision. Uh, is it gonna be up there, Neil? There you go. That's hard for you to read, so I'm going to read it for you, okay? So just go with me. We do it three parts. We do new vision. We do uh, continue vision, what the vision that we have, continue it. And then we do this thing called sustaining vision, and that would be more in the area of facilities. Now remember, this is 2013. You follow me? Yeah. Let me read. 2013, church plant. New staff members to pastor and carry expand the vision. Connor and Seth and Shelby and Lou and 
admin in children's ministry to support Krista. At that time, Krista was over our, our ministry and we brought others, uh, Big Lou. There was a transition because Krista herself is in a whole transition, all engaged and everything. So Big Lou and Shelby's over that now. Look at this. The process of looking into a new building. Now, 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 I know that you, 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 you know where we are now, but this is 2013. Look at this. Fourth service. <laughs> We've been doing a fourth service, it seems like forever, but it wasn't. A feeder, we were possibly looking at a feeder service. I won't go into that tonight. New possible ways to bring more equipping to the saints. Like, for example, uh, with the Menzies, doctrine class. Uh, safety and security. You ever heard of the, uh, who let the dogs out around here? Cody? Cody, where you at, where you at Cody, right? Uh, all that, that wasn't, th- that wasn't in place then. Have you ever had a coffee from this place called uh, uh, Bridges? I wrote on here, still praying and talking and weighing out interns for the fall. Are y'all, are y'all feeling me tonight? Do you see the importance of writing down the vision and running with it? If you don't do that in your own life, I pray that you get a clue tonight that this would spark you on personally. I do this better for the church than I do myself. I, I will tell you that from the get-go. But I'm telling you, it's powerful and it's profound because we write this down, we put it away, and then we pull it out and we go, oh my goodness, look what God has done. Camera equipment to further the gospel. Topher, did we not purchase like the, the, the best camera equipment at this point to do that? Continuing vision. Reestablish a class on marriage. Uh, pre and post. We're doing that right now. You, you got that class going on on Thursday nights. Uh, more emphasis on expanding missions. We're getting ready to, to support church plants in uh, Ethiopia, and we've expanded that, correct? Yes, sir. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to do a trip to, uh, uh, to Honduras in May. City group sustaining and ex- expansions. Bobby, just Bobby, shout out to them in one year since you've taken over uh, what's changed. Three hundred and seventy percent increase. Uh, weekly involvements around two hundred and fifty, whereas eighty-one twelve. Eighty-one twelve months ago, weekly involvement now over two hundred and seventy-one. Are are y'all? I, the, the people up front are filling me. Are you filling me in the back? They filling me a little bit. Rebrand logo. Has anybody seen our H? Yeah. You should get one for your car. They're pretty cool. Sustaining vision. This would be more vision, uh, maintenance, and the things that you have to take care of that's not very spiritual. More finances toward maintenance of building. And I put on there meaning more hours. And Jody and Peggy has just totally ran with that. And our, 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 our facility has just been outrageous. Uh, paving out front. Mm, don't think we're going to have to do that. <laughs> Unless we pay for somebody else, amen? 
out front entryway. Uh, don't think we're going to have to do that either. Part, uh, yard sprinkler and landscape, done. Do you see the beauty of writing down the vision? You're, you're sitting there praying, God, what do you want to do? And you write it down. And then a year later, you pull it out and you go, oh, my goodness. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. It's just amazing. This year, I think that's going to be behind me, the 2015 vision. Here's some things. I'll, I'll breeze through it real quick. Uh, of course, we're looking at a new building. I could almost stop right there because that's such a huge vision that we're stepping into. But we are stepping into it, you guys. Come on. You're going to go on the journey with us? Yeah. <laughs> Campaign reaching the loss. I mean, no matter new buildings or whatever, you know, it's not about the building. It's about the people. We count people because people count. Come on, somebody. And so a campaign, what do you mean by that? In the past, we've done billboards and we were thinking about doing amazing door hangers to just blitz our city at a certain time, possibly when we get into a new building so we get double for our trouble, letting people know where we're at, but to really reach out radically to our city, the lost, the prodigals. Uh, you'll see up there, it says Easter forever. That's my bad. It should say everything. That's our theme this year is everything. So we're gonna, we're gonna put a real big Easter, uh, really honestly, Resurrection Sunday is what it should be called. Come on, Resurrection Weekend. That's what it's about, Resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're gonna really, that's a beautiful time to throw a net. You don't just go fishing with a fishing pole on Resurrection Sunday, okay? Because you have CEOs on that weekend. You have people that come on Christmas, people that come on Easter and other times. And so you just, we really wanna throw, so we wanna take advantage of that over that time, cruising right along here um, uh, bill, billboards just any way that we can really reach our city continue vision creative arts uh, Stephen Shortridge has been working with us on that and you're going to see I think Lord willing you're going to see a lot more of that in the future and you're going to even see it at Easter and around Easter uh, stage facelift we have that going on here but we're not going to dump a lot into right here because we got to get ready for the next place Constantly purple groups, city groups expansion, making disciples. I mean, that's what we're all about. Uh, missions, short-term mission trip to, to Mexico and on Honduras. We're working on both of those this year, not including, not, that wasn't even written on here about Africa, uh, Ethiopia. Sustaining vision, parking lot, blacktop and concrete. Well, we, once again, we're not going to do that. Digital sign out front, up, not, not going to do that because it's not going to be here. Move the rock. We have a big rock that we want to move, but we're probably going to move it down the road, okay? So th these are just some of the things when it comes to practical vision, what they ask me to lay out. Does that bore you guys or does that excite you? It's pretty cool what God does. I really encourage you to do that as an individual. This year, I want to talk to you just for a few moments about what we're calling uh, 4G. Would you say that with me, 4G? Would you say it on the front, 4G? 4G. Will all the men say 4G? 4G? How about all the ladies? 4G. Thank you. Because we're gonna, we want everyone to roll this track out with us. We want everyone involved. You're, you're somewhere in the 4G. 
You're, you're, you're somewhere in the 4G. And let me explain the 4G because we're going to break out our 12 values. Our 12 values in our core is going to be under these 4Gs. So you're going to have four values under one G, four values under another G, so forth and so on. But someplace you're in this 4G and we're always going to the next G and sometimes we're going around and around and that's not a bad thing and you'll see what I'm talking about. But you're going to hear, I may do a whole series on these 4G. The first G is this. Everyone say grace. grace. This is a place of grace. Anybody can, you're welcome to come here. There's room at our table for you. You know, I was a nasty, terrible sinner, and you know, I still fall short this, to this day. And I want to let you know there was room at the banquet table for me to come. Jacked up, messed up, addict, you name it, there was room at the table for me to come. I want to let you know this is a place of grace for people, a safe place that we want to invite people. The Bible says right there, God's law was given to us that all people could see how sinful they were. And uh, that works. The law does that. But as people sin more and more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundantly. And so this place, first of all, is a place of grace. Hey, tell your neighbor right now, this is a place of grace. Sometimes, listen to me, sometimes people will come and belong. Listen to me, they'll come and belong before they believe. And we want them to come and belong. We want them to be part of the family. And, and of course we want them to believe. But in this day and time, some people, they, they need to feel loved and accepted and that they belong. And then the Holy Spirit. So we used to do it this way. We used to try to clean the fish before we ever even caught the fish. That's backwards. What we do, what we're to do is we're to fish and catch the fish and the Holy Ghost through His Word, the power of the Holy Spirit, He cleans the fish. I'm glad that you, I'm glad, I gotta be honest with you, I'm glad you didn't clean me. You, you could have whacked me up. But the Holy Spirit did a beautiful cleansing and He put the heat on at times and He gutted me at times and sometimes he loved me at times, but I was in the hands of the Father, amen? That doesn't mean that he doesn't use us. We, iron sharpens iron, I get that. But this is a place of grace, amen? Number two, this is a place of growth. When you've been touched by the affectionate love of Jesus Christ, when you've really been touched by his grace, there's no way you can tell me that you don't wanna grow. If you don't want to grow, you need to get back to the grace. You need to get back and, and say, do I have a real relationship with Jesus? Because I tell you what, once you've been touched by his power and, and his forgiveness and his love, I want to let you know there should be something inside of you that wants to grow. Amen. This is also a place of growth. The grace is what causes us to, to, to step into a place of growth. Listen to the scripture, Ephesians 4, 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I need you growing. You need that. Per Tell your neighbor right now, you need to grow. Tell your other neighbor, grow up. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Growing up's a good thing. 
There's a lot of things that God wants us to do. He doesn't want us on milk. He wants us on meat. He wants us to grow. He wants us to be fruitful and multiply. These are real things, man. This is real church. He wants us to grow. So grace is a beautiful place. Grace brings the fertilization for you to grow. God wants us to grow. Number three, the most beautiful place for you to grow biblically is in a group. A beautiful place. This is a celebration service. This is one wing. Get your wing going. Come on. Smack your, your, we like people to feel awkward here. Go ahead and break it in. Come on. Guests, break it in. That's one wing. But the other wing is they met from house to house. They met in the temple and they met house to house. And put those together, baby, fly, baby, fly. Come on, fly, baby. Some of y'all, y'all need to break out of your shell. You get all crusty, you're just like, I can't move in church. You can move in church. And every day, church, acts, theology, and every day in the temple, in the temple and from house to house, they continue to teach and preach the message, Jesus is the Messiah. In the temple and house to house, city groups, where everyone knows your name. Everyone's glad you came. Cheers without the beer. Tell our neighbors, tell our guests today, where everyone knows your name. Everyone's glad you came. Cheers. Something that doesn't go good with that right there is this, where everyone knows your name. Everyone's glad you came. You got to smile when you say that, man. Come on. Say it with me. Where everyone knows your name. Everyone's glad you came. Cheers without the beers. Amen. Grace. Growth. Group. And I want to let you know that as you grow and mature, God causes us to give. Give every aspect of your life that doesn't set with some people i mean i'm telling you right now our flesh hates that but your spirit loves it god you know that's a big transition that's a transformation that takes place in the in the heart of man when they come to know jesus christ is that we were takers and we were greedy and we were selfish and it was all about me and it was all about i and it was all about me oh me oh my and it was we were just all about the, the and the Holy Spirit comes in and goes, you know, if you want to save your life, you lose it. Huh? It's completely opposite of the world. You might as well get used to it. That's what it's all about. So we're all in this, this 4G in order to grow and, and to, in order to get to, to where Christ wants us to be. Give. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick, talking to you, code red. Raise the dead. Cure those who have leprosy and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. We give love and we give time and we give grace and we give our hearts. And we give our friendship and we give our fellowship and we give our treasures and we give our life and we give the gospel. Come on, somebody. That's what it's about. Are y'all with me in the back? I got a really good crew up here. Y'all with me in the back? Go with me in the back. Good. I love that. Come on, I love that. For God so loved the world that he... <laughs> I don't think there's any other 
the, the most amazing way you can become like God is to give. When you see someone crying, that you cry with them, and you see them happy, you celebrate and rejoice with them. And, and uh, you know, I, I, bless God, I hope this doesn't offend you. I got blessed with an elk this year, and I was on top of a mountain. I was on top of a mountain, no joke, and it was like, oh my goodness, this is the first time I killed an elk on top of a mountain, and I was completely by myself, <laughs> totally. And you're like, who did not think this through very well, J.O. I'm, I'm back in the, I'm back. And I climb up to the ridge and I call, who do I call? I call Ben, Ben, Dalen. I get a hold of Michael. I get a hold of my brother. Where, where you at, Roger? Roger there. And pretty much in a nice tone, like, help. <laughs> this is in the middle of the day. They're all working and busy. And, uh, you know, Roger and Michael and Seth came to my rescue, and they really blessed me big time. They were willing to give of their time. And I'm telling you, it's not an easy task. I'm, sh I'm there standing and sweat and steaming because I've already came out once, and I go, let's go, fellas. And they have to pack up in the mountains. And it was an ordeal. I don't mean to gross anybody out if you're a vegetation, ve vegetarian kind of person or anything like that. <laughs> that's, not, that's not my heart. You just happen to have a pastor who's a meditarian. I can be real, right? They gave and it really blessed me. That's just one area, but we have a huge giving church. And, and so four G's, I wanted you to be aware of where we're going with the four G's, amen? Um, with that being said, you know, grace, grow, group, and give. You know, God wants us to take us from glory to glory. And I, I just encourage, find yourself where you are with that. We're going to shift gears here just for a minute in our last part of this, this segment. And we did something uh, I know it's going a little bit longer tonight because it's vision night, but we did something. We, we made a short video, Radian and I, and it's called History. Will you say that with me, History? And the reason why I say history is because it, we made this for a certain reason. Well, we're excited that you're going to see it, but also when we meet with people about in businesses uh, and outside the church that might desire um, i sent out two legacy packets to to men that that love me and love our church but they don't go here this week and uh there's a great chance that they'll give and help us get the building that we're getting into so this building this i'm sorry this video was made for that so that people could take it and show it to other folks so that they could see the history of where we've been so it's going to sound that way towards the end are you following me yeah. you're going to say why was that there at the end well it was made for that reason so if you'll hit that for me neil sit back and watch a little bit of history especially for those who are somewhat new thank you Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. That way, if you're kind of new, which some of you are, some of you have been here many years. I see Andy here. 
Andy's been there for many years. And, and then you see people who have been here four or five years. And then you see people here that's here for the first night or you've been here for a year or two. So that gives you a little bit of history. I'm about through for the night, but I, I just want to uh, just bring some closure here. Like I said a couple of uh, maybe last weekend, you know, the fire is moving. The cloud is moving and God is moving us. And we, ex- we exist here to be a people after God's own heart. And what is God's heart? God's heart is people. Like I sang two Sundays ago, you're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Willie may have been talking about a woman. I'm talking about people. I want to read a scripture to you tonight. I, I saw this. This is beautiful. It's an angel giving an overview of the gospel. And an angel in, in Revelation, he said this, and I just thought it was so beautiful. Um, John says, then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the, look at this, look at these beautiful words, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, the springs of water. Look what the everlasting gospel was preached to. Every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, 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 people. We are about people and we want to shout it with a loud voice because listen the the answer to the problem of people i don't care what it is is the gospel it's not politics it's not religion it's not prison it's the gospel why because it changes the heart of man If you change the heart of man, you will change a family. If you change a family, you change a neighborhood. If you change a neighborhood, you change a school. If you change a school, you change a community. If you change a community, you change a business. And if you change a business, you change a city. If you change a city, you change a state. If you change a state, you change a nation. If you change a nation, you can change the globe. The change of the heart of man. Like Ray Dean said on the video, it's not about people. It's not, yeah, it is about people. It's not about a building. She said it right. I did not say it right. It's not about a building, but we, we love to celebrate in a building. And tonight I'm glad that I'm going to go home to a building and get in a bed, right? So it's okay to have a building, the house of God. And so it's about what goes on in a building. The gospel's preached and the word is taught. And people's lives are changing, God is praised and exalted and families are started and marriages and healing and restoration, which leads me to legacy for a minute. And I wanna conclude the night with this because maybe some of you already have looked into this and maybe you haven't, but I did wanna give you the opportunity to really see this tonight. We revealed it two weeks ago and when we revealed it, uh, we just kinda let people know what was going on very briefly. I want to go in a little more depth tonight, even in the last two weeks, by us briefly sharing on it, uh, people have given over $25,000 just in legacy. So um, I want you to, 
if you would, if you need to, or maybe you've already done this, you don't have to open one up if you've already done this, but they're on the front of the seats there. If I can go with you uh, through that just for a moment, uh, you have the ability right now to be part of something very, very special. I know that I'm part of something very, very special of part of the City Church. Sometimes when you're in something special, it's hard to understand that it's special at the time. But God is doing something very special in heart of the city church. And you can be like David. David was one who served his generation. And you can serve this generation and the purpose of this generation. Um, You can be a, listen, a city changer. And um, I want to bring your attention to three things in this. First of all, there's one paper that you got coming in called a FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. If you have any other questions that's not on that paper, I, I really encourage you to, uh, to check that out. You might want to turn the lights up a little bit. Is that okay, Neil? So that people, as I go through the paperwork, just a little bit, that would be wonderful. Uh, that, that FAQ paper's there. If you have any questions, you could breeze through it. It's pretty cool. Uh, Seth, and, Seth put this together along with Craig, and they did a wonderful, wonderful job in doing that. The other thing that you'll see is uh, this white piece of paper. That's just a letter from Radine and I. Uh, it's, it's written for you, but it's also written for someone that's not in the church um, that may not be part of the church. Uh, so that's just our heart in, the, in this matter of, of legacy. This right here is a commitment card. That is for if a person desires to commit for one or two years down the road, uh, not just a one-time gift, which uh, Radine and I prayed about it, and, and we did both. I, I'm not saying that to, I'm, to boast. I'm just saying that that's what we decided to do. We decided to give a one-time gift and then, Uh, so that the remodel could get done, uh, we committed for two years. Um, Like you would see in that paperwork, no one's gonna call you to follow up on you, that's between you and God. Maybe your job changes and you're not able to to fulfill it. We find that about 80% of people who commit to something like this that they're able to fulfill it, so that's a wonderful thing. Um, So you can just look at this, and if you choose to do something for one or two years, that's beautiful. Whatever we can pay off on this building, our goal, you guys, so that you really understand the bottom line, our goal is to pay off the building. And then we're going to be able to do lots of other things in our world and community. Are you following me? So there's other things uh, on here. Like, for example, there's a line on here, assets other than cash. For example, you may have a trade uh, that you would like to, to give or be part of, of the building, of what have you, you know, whatever you want to do. We're going to have all kinds of opportunities for that. So that would be, this card here is for the long-term commitment. Like Jeff told me the other day, I said, Jeff, you're going to help me frame some? And uh, he's in it, man. He's in it to frame. So that's, that's totally exciting. I said, I, I said something like, man, there's a, pretty good a bit of framing he said don't don't underestimate this framer right here so I was like well that's cool but a lot of people don't have a skill like framing but everybody can do this motion right here right pushing a broom picking up trash there's all kinds of things 
Yeah. The other one is uh, this right here envelope is a one-time gift that if you would like to do that. We're raising money now in order for a down payment. Pray toward this. Monday, we have a vote on a bank that's voting on lending, 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 lending us the money for the building. So Ben's been working on this situation for how long now? Maybe three weeks? Three, three weeks. I'm telling you, the guy's been working like you wouldn't believe. And so Monday, it's looking pretty good, but they're going to vote on us and give us the heads up on Monday. I thought that they had already kind of did that, but Ben just let me know that it's actually Monday that they're voting on that. So we're dealing with two banks here. We're dealing with a bank that we're actually getting the money from to buy the facility, and we're also buying the facility from a bank. So that's kind of kind of unique. You usually don't buy facilities from a bank, but it's, it's bank-owned. So that's what we're doing with that. Um, the bank that we're, we had a, we have, we've had negotiations with an offer with the bank, uh, but they wanted to make sure we had backing before they went any further on uh, negotiating and going back and forth on a price. So right now we're getting the backing from one bank in order to buy the building from the other bank. Does that make sense to everyone? This is my first rodeo in this. So, I mean, in particularly buying from a bank and all that. So, it's pretty interesting. Um, and if you would, uh, just pray about that. If you, would, if you can fill that out tonight, that's a wonderful thing. If you came prepared to give tonight, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, like I said, we need a, the down payment. Uh, like the bank right now is willing to loan us 65% of, of what they're asking. Is that correct, Ben? And so what's been good is that we're going to have money that we earn out of this and we've been saving money. It's, it's just been a beautiful thing. The one or two commitment year. Uh, and I was just thinking about this, you know, when it comes to the house of the Lord. Folks, uh, they don't have a, hesitate to give 15 or 30 years to their own home or five to seven years to a vehicle or paying monthly on a, a car phone, or just a, not a car phone, but a, just a regular phone. <laughs> if you got a car phone, car phones was, car phones was, car phones was hip back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, boom. Or, you know, listen, monthly TV satellite, uh, a phone payment, and I would just say this, I would just say this, I would challenge you with how about the house of God? Amen. Our hope is an equal sacrifice, but not everyone give the same. What do you mean by that, J.O.? A sacrifice for somebody may be $100. That may be just like, like the woman who came with two copper coins or two, that may be a huge sacrifice. But another person, honestly, they may be able to give $150,000 toward, and that would be an equal sacrifice. So we're asking everyone to give an equal sacrifice, but we recognize that that would not be the same amount. But I think, I tell you what's beautiful is everyone being part of building the house of God. Amen? Um, I'm gonna ask if there's any, this is not really the setting for any weird questions. Is that okay? Don't give me any weird, if you have weird questions, you can email Don.
If you have general, if you have general questions that you think Don, Ben, one of the back, hey, if you're on the back team, stand up. On the back team, stand up. Back, that's good. Uh, thank you, thank you guys. They've worked really hard. Uh, if you're on the fundraising team, stand up. They've worked really hard. Thank you, wonderful folks. If you have a, we'll be willing in closing, uh, if you have any questions, you wanna shoot them at us right now, you wanna do that if you have any questions about legacy going forward. Um, when it comes to construction, if you are a contractor, if you have a skill, if you have connections with materials, any of that, we're gonna set aside a meeting specifically for you that we're gonna work those out uh, line up online. Uh, we're not asking any contractors to do anything free. If they want to do something free, we would love that in kinds or volunteer. That would be a wonderful thing, but uh, that's not what, what we're asking. I mean, yeah, we're asking for free, but we're not asking for free. You know what I'm saying? Like today, you can give or guess what? You don't have to give. And I'm gonna love you in the same way. I probably won't know if you give or not. I usually don't know. And that's a wonderful thing on my end. Do I want you to give? Yeah, I think we should all sacrifice, you know, sacrifice, sacrifice, uh, equally sacrifice in building the house of God. But, but that's between you and God. Are you with me on that? So, any questions? Hey, John. <laughs> uh, we had somebody ask this week on the, uh, the commitment card, it says assets other than cash. What does that mean? Um, it could be uh, you have a, a CD that hasn't matured yet, stocks, bonds, things like that. It's not, so it's not necessarily that you can write a check for it, but you might have an asset that uh, is sitting somewhere that you would like to designate at, at, a, at a point in time over the next two years towards the house of God. Um, it could be something we people have asked us about donating vehicles. If the vehicle is running and we could easily sell the vehicle to use money, that would be that would be absolutely great. Um, what we don't want is the ugly sweater you wore at your last Christmas party. Those kinds of things. We really, see I see people coming in and out here. Thank you. But seriously, we're talking about things that we can easily convert into money that we can use for the building. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any questions? <laughs> well, we're about ready to close. I want to let you know in closing, uh, this is a whole different... Are we going to pass the bucket to pick these up today? What, what's our plan with that? Just have the bucket at the back door and they can drop it off. Can you make sure that's back there? Uh, thank you, big guy. Appreciate it, Dean. Um, if you want to to pass that in tonight that is a wonderful wonderful one that that lets us know where we are with the down payment and even uh remodel i'm going to do a recap tomorrow but i'm not preaching on this tomorrow tomorrow for you if you want to come tomorrow i'm going to be we're on the blessed church 
and I'm talking about thorns, and what I'm talking about is strongholds, and how so many people's life are controlled, and your life are sabotaged, and you wonder, why am I always sabotaged? Why am I always faced with this? Why does this happen to me? Why am I struggling with this? And God wants to, re he wants to demolish strongholds in our hearts so that you can actually live a blessed life. So if you wanna come back tomorrow, I would highly encourage it. Are you with me on that? Uh, when it comes to gravity, if you're between 12 and 28, you need to sign up tonight. Now, parents, I would really encourage you to sign up your kids. These are life-changing moments when they go to gravity, so it's going to be powerful. If you need more questions or, 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 or if you have questions or you need uh, anything answered on that, you talk to Craig or Connor or Topher. My daughter's going to be at the table. And, amen? amen? Well, we're going we're gonna to shut down. Anything else, Ben? Don? Clayton? Yes, Craig? Just curious. Yeah, he said, what's, if, if possible, the dates we're hoping to get for the down payment, the one-time gift, yeah, the date would be tonight. <laughs> that would be the ultimate date. What would be the deadline, Ben? I think it's April 1st in the I think April 1st in the paperwork. Listen, you know, uh, everyone, we know with finances and budgets and tax seasons, we get all of that. Uh, he asked me, so I told him. So tonight would be the ultimate, but the deadline, that would be really helpful for the down payment would be by April 1st. Cool, Ben? Yes, ma'am. The purchase price, we're negotiating on that right now. This is where we're at with it, though. Is it okay for me to share where we're at? Where we're, where we're at with it, when we first looked at it, it was 2.3 nine something like that i met with the, the president of the bank and he kind of shared his heart on it mike green's the first one that ever took me over there that was the listing at the time since then we've made an offer and got a counter and right now where the counter sets is 1.85 so we're down to 1.85 uh we hope to get it for a little less than that don't tell anyone keep this between us and this family i don't want people mad at me uh, but is it okay for me to share that, Ben? <laughs> for, the, for the radio and the recording, that's Ben Taves. <laughs> Our next offer right now is 1.675. So please, I mean, we're having a family discussion tonight, so please be praying for two things, that to come to pass and Monday for the final. We have a backup plan if the finances, if this one bank doesn't release the finances, we have one or two other backup plans that we've already, we're not, we don't have everything in one basket, but it sure would be nice to get that taken care of. That way we can proceed with the, buying the facility, amen? amen. Yes, Jeff. When we would acquire yeah, actually... it could happen real soon if Monday comes to pass, and then we're going to immediately take our counter offer over to the bank it, when we get the go green light from 
uh, the bank that's releasing the finances. Ben's like, I better jump in right now. Perfect. And then we're going to be in it to win it right there. But we've done a whole lot up to this place. I mean, there's already a blueprint. There's all kinds of work that's been going on. Roger's been going at it in that area. And th there's been a lot of stuff behind, under the, behind the scenes going on so that when everything comes to pass, we're ready to hit the ground rolling. Are you following me? So that you understand we won't be kicked out of our building we're contingent on this, the buying of the other building. And once we sign the papers, then we have six months to still be in this building that's all paid for. You following that? So, any other questions? Yes, sir. Oh, that's, that was kind of like my first conversation. That's why I met with him privately. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Good question. I was on, I, hey, no, that's not weird. No, that's a great question, bro. What's your name? Hi, Ron. That's a great question. I didn't maybe ask for the, the whole sum, but I did say, hey, you know, can you work with us? And uh, no. No, they no. <laughs> they didn't even respond on our first offer. I figured, hey, you have not because you asked not. That's a that is not a weird question, Ron. Any other questions? You'll hear, if you're a contractor or anything like that, you're going to hear about a meeting coming up. And please, please be there if you have connections at all in that whole arena because we need you at that meeting. So that's a whole different meeting. We, we didn't want to drag everybody into that meeting because it's going to be very specific. Hey, you know, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to be here longer tonight. I know it's a little longer and we lost some people. I can't help that, but you stayed, and I appreciate that. Love you guys, and um, uh, God's doing a beautiful thing. And remember what it's all about. I never want you to lose in this journey what it's about. It's about we're here to impact our city. We believe that God's going to give us a tithe of this city, and out of Coeur d'Alene, we're going to touch the nations. We already are tapping into that, but we're only, we're only scratching the surface of what God wants to do. This guy here is going to be planting in Honduras. I've got other people that want to plant churches in other places. Uh, I don't know where the other places are yet, but they've made it, you know, at the right time, J.O. So we're going to be reaching the nations out of this little place right here, out of a little town called Coeur d'Alene. And so in this journey, we have to do some business along the way and buy a building and some land or what have you, but always remember us about the people. This is a sheep shed, okay? And, but we wanna reach the people. Will you stand with me tonight?